I was supposed to be going out. As you can pretty much see, I'm dressed to go out. Instead, I am pissed off and I have brought a guest on with us to talk about this. Uh, and this is the Wuhan virus, obviously, we're talking about. I've got John Glauser here uh, from Demand Vapes, you know, our anchor supporter, but he's not here uh, on Demand's uh, on demand's dime, he's here as a political contributor. Here's our deal with public health. As individuals and as citizens of our great countries and as taxpayers and as community members and family members and everything else, our deal with public health is that they do everything that they can to prevent us from having to shut down our entire society. To think that this huge federal government is going to come in, sweep in, and take care of all our problems for us is just a pipe dream. And that's what they want us to believe because that's what gives them their power. Human beings survive and we go on. We don't shut down our society. The problem is going to be is that there's not going to be bodies in the street. There's not going to be morgues over full, right? That's not going to happen. And so in the end, none of it's going to happen. And what's going to happen is public health is going to say that's because you gave us the power to do what we did. So we're in a catch-22 situation here. They've lied. This is just, this is a, a serious virus, like many. And we should have had the capacity to handle this without throwing up our arms and surrender. Now you turn around and, and they're shutting down capitalism. Uh, going back to the response that public health initiated from from society, everyone will just use America. They they started us down this path, this overreaction path. So, you know, shutting down all these events, doing all these things, and I'm all for the protection of the people that need it. So now they're coming in to solve a problem that they actually originally started. And to me, that's the easiest way to gain control. Starting a fire, leaving, coming back an hour later, putting it out and then saying, you know, I did the greatest thing on earth. The left loves to start fires and then and then scream there's not enough resources to put them out. And and then, you know, more. And every single time it's about growing government, growing power. I mean, I'm going to be just straight up about this now. Four and a half years of covering this story uh, from the vaping side where we've really been examining what public health means and what the progressive movement means, what they're looking to do, what they're trying to achieve in terms of social engineering and to create better human beings amongst the likes from a community and a collective, as opposed to staying right the hell out of the way and letting individuals uh, uh, develop and, and build society. This is, I mean, I, I after what happened with the lung illness, there is nothing about what's happening here today that shocks or surprises me. And it, it's pretty much, here's another pretext for in which them to lie and snatch power. The, the fact that that has on our economy is significant. And, it, and I would argue it could affect the average person person's life much more than this virus even could. So I think it legit, that's a legitimate concern is the economy. And, and you have to balance that with what the actual public health threat is. And at this point, I can't tell you what the actual public health threat is. I don't think anyone can because it's obvious that they're not being honest with us. You know, I mean, I'm sure it falls somewhere between what everyone thinks it is and nothing, but who's to say where it falls in, on that spectrum? It's almost like, uh, and this gets kind of more into like the, um, I guess, philosophical side, but it's almost like they're training people or society to get as soft as they possibly can, because that way it not only gives them the ability to control them more easily, but at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know, it, 
if you ever want to invade a country or take a country over, and I'm just using this as a metaphor for like our society, um, the best way to do that is to 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 make them have as much fear instilled from the, the people that are invading them. And that's exactly what they're doing to society right now. And it's sad to see. It's sad to watch. And I, at the bottom of my heart, hope that they're not successful in executing whatever the, pl- the overall plan is. They represent a totalitarian trend or, or streak in humanity. I mean, you don't go into public health unless you really do desire telling people what to do and how to live their lives. And quite frankly, must get a little bit of a kick out of the power of the state that you can deploy in order to coerce that behavior the way that you and the experts have decided. Now we got to talk about the treacherous, malevolent tactics of the left. And, and those tactics um, are revolutionary. So let's, let's be really clear about this. This is not Ebola where just, no. you know, a sneeze or a look, you know, whatever, and all of a sudden your insides are disintegrating and you're bleeding out of your eyes and, and you're coughing up half of your organs and they're spreading all over the place. It's wrenching. It's, it's a disease. That's what's in everybody's head. The CDC has done absolutely not one thing, not a single word. The public health movement globally has not done one thing to ease or calm the fears of the populace. If you really truly care about public health, that that panic is not what you want to instill to the population as a whole. Right, unless you're trying to achieve the the monumental achievements that the progressive movement has achieved in the last couple of weeks. In in terms of what they they desire to have happen, they have hit home runs here. We're talking like grand slams. No number that comes out of the CDC can be trusted. It's absolutely a corrupted organization. And people need to understand that. And we need to be telling our neighbors about that. Controlling the perspective on the number of people that have been infected with any disease and how many have died is essential to the progressive public health movement because depending on the situation, they use those numbers to generate more leverage to gain more power and money and control through government. That's what they do. What people need to understand is that is that with epidemiology, the power is in the numbers. It's just stats, right? That's what makes it insidious is because they go, it's science. No, it's numbers. It's science. Run from a model. Yes, but the models are science. No, they're not. They're models. The lethality rate, only you can only ever have that number properly is if you know how many people were infected. And because the CDC has prevented that from happening in the United States of America from the start, it will never happen. There will never be a unbiased uh, number on the total number of Americans that were infected by the Wuhan virus. There'll only be the CDC's word running models, epidemiological models, sometime researchers running them. We'll see a barrage of reports and some, you know, controversy with inside the public health community as they pretend to fight it out. And it's that number that will be used to justify all of the actions. And that's why there's such a, this kickback about, oh, don't compare it to the flu. That's all you hear in the media, right? But they're taking these numbers and manipulating them. And, you know, I always want to reiterate this. There is a real danger out there to certain people. And even, I mean, you could say a, a, t- a tiny danger to the population as a whole, even, but not to elicit this type of response that we're seeing. And that's ultimately what the dilemma is here. And that's what we're fighting against. 
not saying it's a hoax or this or that. It's it's literally just a function of how this is being communicated and how society has been trained to react and to get the exact reaction they're looking for. That's what the problem is. Social distancing, what it does is it, remo- it removes the disease from the public and it doesn't remove the disease to protect people from it. It protects the lie. No right. other citizens that are better prepared to talk to other citizens about this than the vapors that have gone through following the E-Valley issue because nobody else is going to have any idea uh, about the uh, mendacity of, uh, of, of CDC and the rest of the public health. My concern is that the tactics that have been used for the last, you know, 10 years or whatever you want to have, specifically on the vaping side, which are your precautionary principles. So just to be safe, you know, better be safe than sorry and that kind of stuff. That's operating here right now. It's a perfect storm. I don't know what else could go wrong. You know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's gonna be a tough battle. And, uh, I really, that's why I think it's important we have these types of conversations because like you said, that precautionary principle, you could literally take any right away from anyone you want using that principle. There is the people who are trying to destroy Western civilization, like everyone's been saying, well, a lot of people have been saying for a long time and and they're prepared to do anything to do that on a global level. (laughs) I mean, shut down capitalism. We should be opening up a channel here that is not about being conservative, but it's about being counter-revolutionary because progressives are revolutionaries. The left is revolutionary. Again, people do need to remember that those that are on the conservative or libertarian bent, or let's just say not left, right? It's not that they don't uh, appreciate community. It's not that they don't see the value in that. It's not that they don't even see the value and the and, and the reason why government exists and why the state must take action that is collective in nature, of course we get that. I mean, it's only the left that paints us as, as heartless people that don't understand that. But what's different, though, is that we believe that communities are built from the bottom up. At bottom, communities are built from individuals and families. And, and it's, not, it's not the society first and the individual must always relinquish to the betterment of society. I think you hit the nail right on the head. When people say that uh, conservatives or you know uh, right-wingers do not have empathy or they don't care for society, I would make the argument that you know fundamentally they care more than anyone else because you know that that understanding that the individual needs to have that responsibility for themselves, it just organically turns into a, a, a good society that is not only responsible um it you know it doesn't get out of control because every single individual is taking care of their needs and by default those needs turn into a healthy society that is vibrant and will flourish